Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Flurry, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Unscrupulous and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. That's right, guys. It's Thursday night. It's 11 p.m. on the East Coast, and we are live. You're listening to the Troubadour of Talk and the Toxic Shock of Jog Blog Talk. Oh, man, I am Sam, and this is the Big Brother After Show, live from the Dead Lizard Studios, 20 minutes south of Atlanta. Check out our Twitter, BB After Show, and please visit our friends, Morty's TV, great supporter of what we do, always giving us a lot of love uh, in the Big Brother season. Please go see them uh, at the <clears throat> at their webpage. It's uh, TV dot com slash bb forward slash bb forward slash also check out their twitter at uh of course morty's tv listen if you want to know one hoh you want to talk about what happened last week you want to talk about the controversies and the things that you hate and the people you cannot stand on that show morty's is the place for you this is a what is it, uh, like a, I don't know, like a paradise, a, a utopia of reality TV information. And Big Brother is one of their biggest things that they do every year. Uh, so please go see them, go visit them. We've got a little thing on there. We try to get in there and chat with you guys, so feel free to do that. And uh, please go see that partner of ours and, and, and enjoy yourself in the way that uh, all Big Brother fans should in discussion, argument, and in feelings. Uh, of course, go visit our Twitter. We are at BB After Show. And what a week we had, right? This is insane. You know, there's been a lot of discussion. I hear you guys talk about you love this season, you hate this season. I hear a lot of people kind of 
kind of feel like they're a little melancholy about the season. And I think a lot of that melancholy that you are infected with comes a lot from you're not used to a season that is truly getting good. I know. I know. Some of you love the showmances starting. You're big fans of showmances. Love is in the air. And you can't help but just want to follow that romance from start to finish. And maybe, just maybe, they're going to get married. Maybe it's going to be like a Jeff and Jordan. Uh, you know, Brendan and Rachel. Can't wait. Oh, my God, they're going to get married. The rest of us like to see shady. We like to see backstabs. We like to see big moves. We like to see things happen. We don't care about your showmances. So some of y'all are very disappointed. And so far, no real showmances. My God, how good does that feel? It feels pretty, pretty dang good to not have to be dealing with showmances. Now, we came really close to thinking that we were going to see one with Swaggy C, and believe it or not, we're going to have a little bit of Swaggy C talk because it's a big, big part of what has happened here that we've seen transformed to where we are now. And seeing that we don't have a lot of the showmances and we're seeing a lot of gameplay, there is a lot of stuff that's just happening. Now, if we go back to last week, before we get into this week and what's going on, when we got into last week and we were chit-chatting last week, sitting on the Big Brother couch, having a relaxing moment, you and I, one-on-one, mano-a-mano, having this talk about our favorite reality show game. I told you guys, I said, you know, Scotty's biggest move, we don't know what Scotty was going to do, but Scotty's biggest move right now is to take the Swaggy C leftover scraps and pull them together by their bootstraps and make them a rationally working machine of alliance. And I don't even know if that all goes together. But he did it. He actually did it. If you remember the beginning of the season, like episode one we did, I told you guys, Scotty was my pick. Now, this is not a toot my own horn situation here. But I think it's important to see that Scotty was really, really aiming to play. It's, it's people who have kind of like this mind for gameplay. You guys remember Vanessa, who was kind of a you know poker player, you know, somebody who had studied gaming and, and strategic gaming and whatnot. She went pretty far. A lot of people consider her, and she went very far in a Big Brother Best Player bracket. And a lot of people consider her a very, very good player, and a lot of people consider her underrated because she did go home, but. These people like Scotty and Vanessa who have a mind for games. They're really good with strategy. They're really good with strategy. And they're really good at looking ahead a couple of steps. I mean, that's the thing, right? I mean, you're in this house and you've got several weeks. I mean, we're talking about 100 days. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to hit you and a lot of things are going to happen. You've got to adapt. You've got to be ready for change, right? But the whole thing is, is that you have to plan moves ahead. And at first, with Scotty's HOH, we saw Scotty still kind of reeling from this emotional thing with Steven. You know, his, his buddy had gotten kicked out, and it, 
it really bothered him and and um and it's 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 not fair to him. It, it, it he was he was blindsided by a bunch of scoundrel uh, players that are in that house and kind of you know I'm going to get revenge. And in my opinion, you know, I, I tell you guys, you, you're always adapting and changing. And I've got to imagine that holding on to uh, an emotional situation or something that you're upset about is probably a bad idea. And I think we've seen that kind of play out a little bit this week where people have just made a lot of bad decisions. It's made for a really good week, but it's made for a lot of bad decisions that kind of make you scratch your head. And I don't know that Scotty's made bad moves as we talk about his game, but I do think that Scotty may have tried to do a little too much. And I think maybe he skipped over the person that might be a real problem for him. But, I think he did a great job at doing what he has done. Um, As the HOH is happening tonight, and it has ended, I will tell you that your new HOH is Sam. She's the last one to last up there on the, the, uh, you know, and it's funny, that endurance thing, I mean, usually takes hours. These folks, down, 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 down. I mean, it, it it was like, you know, Shooting, shooting cans with a BB gun. I mean, these guys just fall down, and, and, I mean, there's no real – I mean, Brett's not up there. You know, Tyler's up there and Sam's up there. You know, and, and you know, to say honestly, you know, I kind of had a section about Sam here to talk about, but I'm going to go and say it. You know, I, I really – I guess you consider her not a floater now, and I don't know that I would have ever really said completely that Sam was a floater. I think Sam is so gray area and so – insignificant to a lot of the players out there that are in the house that I don't know that she's important a lot of times to talk about because, you know, we saw her first week where everybody got a little bit tired of her whining, and I told you, she's not made for this game. And I'm wrong all the time. People will tell you. I'm wrong. But I like that Sam has done the things that Sam's done. I mean, I wouldn't say that she's floating all the way up till tonight. I would say that she's just being herself, staying where she is. She's not hiding by any means. She's not pulling the Casey. Uh, She's really, really laying right and kind of in the road. But she's made her place out where you won't hit her driving down. And I think that she's done a really good job of doing that and keeping herself kind of relative. I think Scotty winning probably did a lot of good for her because Scotty was willing to talk to her and hear her out, and she was very honest with Scotty. And as we know, it got Winston into a lot of trouble, right? But I'm impressed with, you know, she even if she were not to win tonight, this HOH, I still kind of feel like she's, you know, a, you know, you have viable floaters that, that what they're doing makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know you guys want big moves all the time, 24-7, but the thing of it is is that, Sometimes in this beginning part of this game, it is extremely smart to be relevant but quiet. And I kind of feel like Sam was kind of doing that. I think she was relevant. She, you know, was kept in the house in the first boat. And we saw Steve go home, which is obviously resulting in a lot of, I mean, this that one veto or that one uh, eviction has caused ripples for weeks, which is another point, you know, when you make a move, be very careful about it because it does come back to get you. But 
Somehow Tyler was able to squeak right through that. What a great player Tyler's been so far. I mean, really. And guess who was up there next to Sam? Guess who had a drop to give Sam the HOH? Tyler. I told you guys, though, I think Tyler's playing a little too heavy. You, you cannot win all these things. You cannot dominate all these all this stuff. You cannot be involved in every every nomination. I mean, you can be involved, but you can't be involved. You can't be entrenched in what's going on. And he he almost did that to himself and got himself in a little bit of heat with Scotty. Scotty was cool about it, but I think Tyler moved at the right moment back away from it. But what a season we've seen so far. It's a season of shady. That's what I you know, that's what I put out there. It is a season of just shade. We're seeing a lot of shady moves where people are mad at other people, but they're doing the same things. Don't forget, Scotty flipped his vote on Swaggy C. Meanwhile, Scotty's going head hunting for people who flipped their votes. Hypocritical? Yeah. The game's always evolving. What happened last week doesn't necessarily mean that this week should go that same way. Sometimes you have to make a move. I love Scotty's move. I think realigning that alliance was really, really brilliant. But I don't see how you guys can't love this. I mean, the hardcore fans should be loving this season. You're seeing Haley, Caitlin, Rockstar, Scotty, all of these guys are shady. They're doing things they you know, they're they're doing things and then just basically trying to pay their way out of it. And what we say what we see developing here is a dream sequence that we've always kind of wanted since season six. You want a house divided. I preach it, I preach it, I preach it. And I and we're starting to really get that now where the two sides are very entrenched. And we're seeing them take shots at each other. Now, where would this go with Sam? Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what we think the week ahead as we go further. But this is a really, really good season so far with interesting strategy. And it's just different, you know, because we're so used to showmances and people eating cereal and two people laying in bed all day and, you know, taking naps and laying out in the sun and doing yoga and, and now we're seeing people that are really, really kind of into this thing. Well done casting. You know, usually I give you guys hell. I won't give you hell this season yet. But let's talk about Scotty's beginnings, okay? Very low-level low, low level player. I mean, not any, I, I told you guys I think he was a gamer. Um, but, you know, he flips his vote on Thursday and also ends up the HOH, Rachel, Really overguessed that that HOH last week. I don't even know. I think she guessed at four hours or something. It, it was, you know, for a minute I thought maybe she didn't. She wanted Scotty to win. And I'll be honest with you, when you guess that damn high, you probably should say that you wanted Scotty to win and not admit that you really didn't know how to do math. But that's basically, you know, basically is what you're telling me. You don't know how to. You don't know how to do 60 seconds and minutes and hours. It is tough. I mean, I'll give her that. It is tough. But we see Scotty do exactly what he's doing. He rallies the troops. He gets everybody back on board. Everybody's moving. And the one thing that I find very interesting about Scotty's HOH is the moment that Scotty becomes HOH, who is the first person working the shade angle, throwing, throwing mystery and throwing chaos on Scotty. It's not Winston. It's not Brett. Not Caitlin. It's Rockstar. 
she's the first one running her mouth to everybody about what Scotty's doing, what Scotty did with that vote. And the vote for Steve becomes such a big deal to Scotty that it brings up so much about the vote that just happened with Swaggy C, their leader, their fearless leader. Now, why did Swaggy C go home? He was egotistical, and he didn't understand there were angles of the game being played underneath him. And even when he kind of discovered him, he kind of felt like it was a little too late for him. And he just never, you know, really kind of grasped what was going on in the house and that there was another side and, you know, that, that everything you plan doesn't work that way. I mean, Swaggy C really, you know, I'm sure he's a great guy. You know, there were some moments where, you know, on the feeds he seemed like a really genuine person, and I'm sure he is. I'm not saying that. But, I mean, in the game he kind of became on a level with everybody else. And I think that Swaggy C – even though he was faking it, that Swaggy C should have been the Swaggy C in the house, and I think he would have done a lot better like that. But when you're that that in the forefront, when you're in that situation, when you're the lead dog at that kind of point, you are absolutely setting yourself up to be a huge target. And unfortunately, Swaggy C did that, um, and we did not get to enjoy any uh, any more Swaggy C for much longer. And what that left was a shattered mess behind him. But I'm not so sure that if we think about Scotty and his game, that Scotty didn't vote out Swaggy C, and I'm sure you guys know other things that I haven't seen. Feel free to tweet us, BB After Show. But that Swaggy C may not have been somebody that Scotty foresaw was in his way. I do believe Scotty is this smart. Now, some of you may say no, but there's – I feel like Scotty that everything Scotty will do will be for a reason, okay? And I feel strongly that Scotty's move to vote out Swaggy C, by the way, while he's upset at people flipping their vote on Steve, (coughs) hypocrite. (coughs) Anyway, but as he's mad about that, you know, he's the one that basically helps send Swaggy C home. But why, you would say, why would he send Swaggy C home? It, I think it's very possible, and I think he alluded to this as well, that Swaggy C was just not a leader that was going to be able to help this alliance. He was too big of a target. He was too loud. He was not going to ever be able to make moves that needed to be made. He was not in the position to do the things he was trying to do. And he was so oblivious because of ego in the game that he was missing things. Scotty is very, very aware He's very intuitive in the game. There is an intuitive necessity to this game where you really have to kind of have a gut feeling that works for you. And Scotty, you know, Danielle Ray has had that. Uh, we've, saw, we've seen a lot of players have that. Derek kind of had that. So you've got to kind of, in fact, we saw, you know, I was a big fan of Devon, Davon, Devon, D, when she came in, because I loved her intuition. She knew things. I mean, she felt them. And you thought, this is going to be a player. She just didn't have the ability to emotionally check that and keep that under wraps. And she was kind of a disappointment. But oh, she obviously was a disappointment in the game. But Scotty seems to be able to kind of have a lot of that intuition in check. And he kind of has an understanding in his gut that there is an alliance there that's a problem, and it centers right around the bros. And Scotty begins to go and investigate this. Now, why he's investigating the votes on Steve and who lied to him about that, like it's a big deal, I don't think, you know, I'll be honest with you guys, I, I, and I've got this in my notes, I don't think that Scotty 
truly even really needed any reason for him to put the bros up. I think he was going to do it anyway. I mean, I think he just needed something to tip him over the edge. But when Tyler, in his brilliant way of trying to make move manipulations in the game, talks to Scotty and says to him, you know, look, you know, there's some things that were said about you flipping the vote and people aren't trusting you on your side. You need to take care of this problem. I got to admit, I love Tyler's game. But there's a part of me that thinks that, you know what, Scotty, why didn't you think about that? But Scotty blows that off because he already knows I'm putting the bros up. All I need is to know that others feel the same way I do, that that they're, quote, unquote, afraid of these two guys in the game. And he got that because anybody's going to tell you anything you want. But I think what was also smart about Scotty is his interview process with everybody. The people that he asked, hey, who are you afraid of in this game? If they didn't say – Winston and Brett, I think he knew right then that they've got to be working with them. Anybody who said Winston and Brett, he kind of felt like, okay, I can work with you. Scotty had a really nice intuition play there to know that some of the people he's going to interview that are going to say, I'm not afraid of anyone, or I'm afraid of somebody who's really not threatening, there are people that are working with Winston and Brett. And the people that will name Winston Brett are the people I can work with. And I think he solidified that. It was a really, really smart move. And you see the people of Swaggy's, Swaggy's Minions, those scraps of players that have no leadership, begin to form under Scotty. And it's a beautiful thing. Because that's what you need. You need two strong alliances in the house. Guys, I mean, we're looking at five to six votes to send somebody home. We're not seeing, you know, 12 to 1 or, you know, 10 to 2 or whatever it might be. You know, so many times we complain about seeing the votes of the House being all lined up and decided on Wednesday night. But here we're really seeing things go go a little awry. And almost saw a situation, you know, where Sammy might have been able to work something in this HOH. But I should say Sam, not Sammy. But where we are with this is pretty incredible because Scotty's been able to do it. He investigates. Winston comes on the radar because he's lying about things. He's lying about Steve vote. Again, I think Scotty puts way too much emphasis on the Steve vote out, man. It's the first vote of the season. I get it. It flipped. But, you know, how do you think – Sam feels when you're upset about people sending Steve home and you're talking to her. Well, that probably doesn't make her feel very good. Like, I'm going to get the people that didn't send you home. That's who I'm going after. I'm going after the people that didn't send you home. Not the smartest angle, probably, with Sam. But either way, this is where we are. But Scott is determined to not waste this HOH it's, it's for him, this is a moment for him to throw as much game as he can at it and try to make some ripple, ripples and get things tore up. And, hey, we always talk about this. We appreciate that, right? Thank you, Scotty. Everybody write Scotty a thank you letter. Because we did get a little bit of action this week. We got a lot of action this week. But was it too early for Scotty? I don't think so. There are moments where I thought at the beginning, I think it's too early for Scotty to do this. 
And I thought it was too early for Caitlin for sure. I don't think Caitlin needed to win the HOH. Of course, that was kind of dumb luck. And I don't know that Caitlin needed to make a move to send home Swaggy C. To this day, the Swaggy C Caitlin thing makes zero sense. I mean, it just really doesn't. I don't think. I mean, it just shows completely, completely unthoughtfulness when it comes to her moves and her HOH. But this one, it does make a lot of sense. I mean, are the bros a threat? Obviously not, probably game-wise. But these two guys think that they are under the radar playing as dumb jocks, as they say. And truly, they were a little bit of a intimidating group. And, and not because of looks or physique or anything like that, but just by the friendship. Okay? When you're in a game where one person's going to win and you've got to rely on other people to get there, being best friends with another person in the house to the point where it's really obvious and silly, it becomes a threat just the fact of you know that those two have got each other's backs. Now, I compared them to the Renegades a little bit, and I mean by the bromance. But it wasn't even a bromance with the Renegades I was hoping for here. I was hoping for an intelligent game where the two of them played other sides of the house but didn't always hang out together. See, take a note from Daniel Reyes and Jason Guy, two of my favorites. And I'll tell you right now, Jason Guy is extremely underrated. You know Daniel Reyes is awesome, but Jason Guy is underrated. And what that alliance did is a perfect example of what two people who are very tight in this game should be doing. You should be going and getting me information. I should be out getting you information, and we should be bringing it back to each other at some point in the night. We don't need to be together 24-7. We don't have to work out. We don't have to bromance. We don't have to do jumping jacks. We don't have to do sit-ups together. We don't have to swim together, sleep together, shower near each other, go to the bathroom together. We don't have to do any of that. In fact, I think it's a really, really bad idea, and we saw that here. Because are they a huge threat? Your guess is as good as mine. They didn't make it very far, so we won't know. We do know that they tried to orchestrate, and they did have some hand in Tyler's decision, and they were really smart to get to Tyler first before Swaggy C did. But really, their only true huge move was was really, truly getting hooked up with Tyler. Because who was talking to Caitlin? Tyler. Who made the move on Steve? Tyler. These are all Tyler's moves. So the best thing that those two guys did was was get hooked up with Tyler. And and you know what? God bless Tyler for trying to fight the good fight for those guys. But it wasn't going to work because everybody views them as a threat because of their friendship. It wasn't the pulls, the string pulling, and all oh, the strategic. Oh, they're so brilliant. Decent players, sure. You need them in this season for sure. You need them at the beginning. They serve a purpose. But all in all, threat, we have zero wins for these guys. And, again, without Tyler, I don't know that they're good enough to really sell anything to anyone. Now, Brett, we saw Brett do a lot of talking, and I told you guys, he's going to do a lot of things that he thinks are really, really smart to him, they're not that smart in reality. And we saw a little bit of that tonight when he goes up to the HOH. 
I mean, whatever he was selling, it just was like, okay, you know, this it's just too planned. You're not really selling anything. You're just really talking. So I don't know that these two are really all that strong. And I think that you're going to find out that Scotty's really – Scotty probably couldn't make this move this week, okay? But I have a twinkling of a feeling Scott's real problem is Rockstar. And you have to think, am I going to put up people if I can get a guarantee that these guys wouldn't come after me? Let's say you make a deal with Brett and Winston. Give me two weeks of safety if I don't put you up. Rockstar is somebody who talks so much, and for some reason, some people listen to her. I think he should have heeded Tyler's warning a little bit, but I'm not I'm not saying that this big move wasn't a big move and that it wasn't a good move. I'm just saying I think I think he really should have considered Rockstar in this. I just think that he was so fixated on the bros that that was the only target in his mind. And nobody was going to get him off of that. Because I'll tell you this much. If I'm HOH and I'm in that situation, right? And somebody comes up and shares information with me that this particular thing is going on and somebody's throwing my name under the bus. you got to go investigate that, man. you got to go check that out. Because if that's true, that's not going to stop here. Because if we've learned anything from Rockstar and her obsession with things that she doesn't like, she's not going to stop on you. And she's going to tell people, well, I don't know if we can really trust Scotty. Because I'm pretty sure Scotty changed those votes to get Swaggy out. She's never going to let it go. Would she have been the right move tonight? Probably not. I think Scotty did what he needed to do. But let's hope that Scotty's smart enough not to just blow over the information Tyler told him. Because the information Tyler told him was, in fact, true. We see the level six is in trouble. I mean... And we kind of knew that from the beginning. He got that crew back together, and he found his target. And the bros are busted. They think they can get out of this. And the thing that bothers me the most is the way that they handled this whole thing. So Winston and Brett go up on the block. And Winston and Brett's brilliant strategy for this is to be mad at the person who put him up on the block. What are you doing? You know what the object is when you go on the block? Be friends with everyone. You make everybody feel very bad about wanting to send you home. You give people an opportunity to back out of that because they have become friends with you. You make yourself available to everyone. You work your way in. You massage their emotions. You listen to them talk. You don't act like the block has been a big deal for you those first couple of days. You let that thing settle down. But you become social. You don't go to Brett. and You don't go to Winston, and you don't hang out even tighter. And you certainly don't go to the HOH and start threatening. And good for Scotty for making his stand. That bully-level stuff is fine, and it's a fine strategy. I won't, I won't bag them for trying. 
I think everything in Big Brother is fair game. If you want to be a bully, go for it. We saw Evil Dick do it. Evil Dick was very successful with it. He bulled the season the way he needed it to go. We know that there's some stuff there. I mean, I get it. We can talk about that later. But for the most part, the the bully strategy does tend to work. We saw Amanda Zuckerman go pretty far because of her bully strategy. I mean, it does work with the right cast. Good for Scotty. He stood very firm, didn't let them push him around. And I think it really just motivated him. And then their brilliant idea, I believe, after Scotty shows that he can compete and he wins an HOH and he wins a POV. We got a player, folks. A star is born. Right? Star is born. Put up your Scotty banners because we've got a player. And, I mean, what a player. That POV, what in the hell was going on? I mean, good for him, but, I mean, was he born without an equilibrium? A new effect can be. I'm beginning to wonder, because, I mean, he was spinning like, I don't I mean, like a freaking wheel on a roller skate on a 747. That's how fast he was spinning. I mean, it was incredible, Right? And he's still able to stack glasses, and you're just like, what in the hell? Like, how are you not running straight through the plate glass window at that point? I mean, it was so ridiculous that, I, I mean, you have to take hats off. Who was going to beat that? It was like Tasmanian devil spin, and he'd run straight to the glasses and set them up. And you're like, you're, what in the hell? I, I mean, that's incredible. I don't know if anybody who could do that, I would have puked. I would have puked. And what a bad situation Tyler got put in and getting chosen for that competition. Uh, who knows if he would have won it, but he certainly wasn't going to put his hands in it. That's for sure. Smart on Tyler. He tells us in it, in these VRs, when he's talking directly to us, he says, I have to cut. I basically have to cut bait and run. I tried to save this situation. It is not going to be saved. Time for Time for me to back off. Tyler was very intuitive in that in that situation, and I love it. Great, great, great move there. He didn't overplay it. He didn't underplay it. He just played it, and when it wasn't going anywhere, Tyler said, screw it. Who you want to send home? Let's do it. We see a lot of people try to hang in there and just fight for that manipulation, fight for that angle, fight for that angle. That's okay when you're on the block, but when you're not and you're just trying to help someone that might help you down the road – and you can't save that person, you have to cut bait. Good on you, Tyler. Oh, you see Scotty win that POV. And i got to be honest with you all, I fast-forwarded a lot of it because I thought it was a competition for that stupid movie. Well, not stupid movie, I apologize. But watch the, watch a Mamma Mia commercial come on when I get done. But, you know, it's just not a movie I want to see. I think they've already done it anyway. But, listen... I thought it was a competition for that. So I'm fast-forwarding after they threw it. And, uh, and then they give somebody the, the power of veto. They give it to Scotty in, like, four times fast, you know. And then, so I've got to go back and watch it again. It was really incredible seeing Scotty, Scotty do what he does. They pulls down that POV, man, proving once again that Scotty is a player. Uh, and, you know, again, it just doesn't gonna, wasn't going to pan out. 
And all this stuff Brett was doing of, oh, man, you know, it'll work out. It, eh, Brett, it ain't. But their, but their opportunity to work an angle, I kind of liked. It's hot in Dead, in dead Lizard Studios. I got to get something to drink in sometimes. But I liked their angle. I, I kind of liked the, let's go up there and throw Caitlin under the bus. I kind of love that angle. I thought that was, I mean, of all the things that they've done that were pretty stupid, that one was pretty pretty brilliant. The only problem was is that it really shouldn't have come after you threatened to send somebody home first chance you get. If I make it through this, I will send you home. By the way, two days later, hey, what if we all work together and send so-and-so home, that way no blood is on your hands. I think it's pretty obvious at this point Scotty does not mind blood being on his hands. He's chosen his side. He's marked the sand. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think it was that brilliant for the two of them to go in there together. If you're sitting there and you've got your best buddy sitting next to you and you're looking at Scotty saying, we'll go to the final three. Well, okay, great, that's fantastic. However, Scotty's going to feel a lot like a sheep discussing with wolves was for dinner tonight. It cannot be a good feeling to be looking at two people that you know will take each other to the final two, telling you, well, we'll get to the final three. Eh, I'd rather take one of you than both of you. I think what should have happened is Winston and, well, first of all, rewind. First of all, don't threaten Scotty. Once that's done, it's all over with. But if you could avoid that situation and go back 2020 hindsight, I would have gone in there separately. I'd have said, look, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to talk to Scotty about us making a final two, me and him. I want to see if he will entertain a final three with you before we bring you in. If he doesn't do that, I'm going to come back now. We're going to play it cool. I'll tell you what he said to me. I want you to go in there a day later, and I want you to tell him, hey, you know, I was kind of talking to Winston, and he had mentioned to me that he might come up here and talk to you about the final two. <coughs> and I want to I want to talk to you about one as well, just me and you, final two. Maybe doesn't work. Maybe doesn't work. But it's a heck of a lot better than coming in for a final three with two people that you know are going to take each other. Come in there individually making the final one deal, final two deal with him. And then say, you know what, I'll, you know, why don't we put Caitlin up? Somebody make the suggestion. doesn't have to be Winston. It doesn't have to be Brett both the same. Just one of you. The last person to talk to Scotty brings up the Caitlin angle. What if you save me? What if you take me down, you leave Winston up, and you, and you put Caitlin up, because Caitlin's the one who sends Swaggy C home and lied to everybody about flipping her vote. Why don't we why don't we set her up? She's the one that everybody wants to go home anyway. I mean, just think about it. I think Scotty doesn't fall for it, but he does think about that. But I think both of them going in at the same time after the bully move, which we said we have to erase that for any of this to work, it just was not gonna happen. But I don't think it was a bad effort. Because let us not let us not forget, okay, that Caitlin had caused enough chaos on her own. And what she did made zero sense logically to her game and to Alliance. Okay, you can say the bros had their move there. Maybe, maybe they did, and they got their first shot in. 
but Caitlin had no business being that person that helped them take that shot. And then what is she doing? She's back with Faisal. She's back with everybody else hanging out like nothing ever happened. You look at Scotty and say, listen, I'm going to ask you one thing. You might be mad about the Steve vote. Okay, fine. Whatever. But how are you not mad about somebody who was putting your your alliance member up and is now hanging out like there's no big deal? When that move made no logical sense at all. Nobody, I mean, that Caitlin Angle is a great angle. The bros did a great job working that, but just, ah, should have worked it earlier. Should have worked it before the, the, really a long time before the POV. That would have been a great opportunity after the nominations to go and do that. So are they really that brilliant? Probably not. Because if you are that brilliant, you're thinking ahead like Scotty, and you're saying, going in there and bullying Scotty is not a smart idea. Check your emotions at the door. HOH door, check your emotions. That is a time for you to work your way off the block. The odds of you staying up there are pretty good. So, stay on target. Get yourself off. If you win the power veto, that's just extra help. But you should be talking the talk from day one. The moment you hit that block, you should be gabbing. You should be making moves. But here we go. This is where we are. And we saw the apps tonight. Haley wins crap app. You know, I mean, that's, you know, that's okay. I mean, she's got to read Shakespeare. I tell you what, I read it at lightning quickness. Believe that. Believe that. Lightning quickness. And we see Bailey wins the app, which allows her to switch places with the HOH and can re, she can remove nominations, but HOH has to be the person who names the, the uh, renoms. I don't know what great, great situation that is. I mean, you know, that's kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you kind of mess somebody up. But at the same time, I mean, you're making these nominations and HOH still gets to make new ones. And you get to completely expose yourself as somebody who won that. And you're not going to be able to get yourself out. Listen, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, guys. And um, when we come back. We're going to see if we – we got one caller online. We'll probably go to that. But um, hang in there, guys. We're going to take a commercial real quick. Be back in two minutes. When we do, we'll take a call. If you want to call in, it is 713-955-0749. Hang in there, guys. You're listening to the Big Brother After Show. It's summertime again, which can only mean one thing. Big Brother coverage is back at Morty's TV. Morty's TV is the website that's been covering Big Brother USA since 2000. And now Morty's coverage is on Facebook and Twitter. So check out our links at mortystv.com slash bb or tvfanforums.com.
It's summertime again, which can only mean one thing. Big Brother coverage is back at Morty's TV. Morty's TV is the website that's been covering Big Brother USA since 2000. And now Morty's coverage is on Facebook and Twitter. So check out our links at mortystv.com slash bb or tvfanforums.com. I'm doing all right. 
I'm doing all right. I'm still going to get you but, to a Braves game second half of the season. There we go. <laughs> yeah, with these two kids, man, it's so difficult. And I just moved last year, and we had been talking about that, and I was just like, man, it's going to be so difficult to get out of this house. But, of course, we got Fusky on the phone from Morty's. How you doing, my friend? I am doing good. How are you doing? Just fine, man. I, I'm actually really enjoying this season. How about yourself? I am, too. Uh, I told you last year that I started out the season hating all the house guests. <laughs> and then I wait to see which ones grow on me. And, right. Uh, so I'm taking the same approach uh, uh, this year. And I have to tell you, I do like Scotty. Uh, yes. And, and the reason I like Scotty, and I'm not sure if you touched on this earlier, but Scotty made his decision almost as soon as he won HOH. He knew what he was going to do. Within the uh, 15 minutes after the show, uh, Scotty tells uh, Fessy that uh, he knows what he's going to do and he's going to listen to everybody, but he's made up his mind. And yes. so as as he is talking to all these people, they don't have a snowball's chance in July of changing his mind, I don't think. I think yeah, he decided think, right. what he's going to do. Uh, he was fishing. Uh, he was aggravating uh, the other house guests because they were up there trying to fish. I, I just mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why people go up to HOH and expect the HOH to give them information that right. it's just not going to work that way. Um, but uh, you know, there was all this stuff about Brett and his mist and and so forth. If you haven't noticed, Scotty's been mocking Brett's macho ness all week. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing with the mist, and, and even tonight, uh, uh, you know, the comment about, um, oh, what was it during the show? Something about uh, 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 how Brett looked. Uh, yeah. Uh, or was it during the comp afterwards? I can't remember. It kind of I think it was together. after the comp. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he was basically, you know, making fun of him again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's all all part of his game. Uh, he's a strategist, uh, definitely a strategist as a, as a gamer. Uh, but one thing people don't, you know, you you think of gamer and you think of someone who sits in front of a, uh, you know, a TV with a video console in their hands, you know, all day, but today's gamers, um, you know, they've got, they're, they're, they're playing multiplayer, uh, uh, role games. Uh, yes. So they're working with teams, and they are, uh, you know, establishing a camaraderie and and affecting a common strategy and forming online friendships with people who they don't know. And those yes. are skills that are great for the Big Brother house. And yeah, I think he's – and, you know, I was noticing before he uh, – uh, after the comp uh, – a rare moment where he took his shirt off and he's actually pretty fit um, yeah. for, for a gamer. So, and I think that has showed in some of the comps that, uh, uh, that he's won, but um, I, I like him. I think he's got uh, a lot of potential. Um, and I think that a lot of people underestimate him uh, and don't see him as a threat. 
Who's your who's your under the radar kind of sleeper that you don't think people are really paying attention to that you think is are good players that are going to come out at the end? Damn. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. Yeah, that comp tonight shows something. They see her as a country bumpkin. Yeah. And everybody was saying how unfair Big Brother was to her in the first week with Robo Sam, and uh, I think that they did her a favor because yes. they made her. First of all, they made her um, empathetic to viewers. So the viewers immediately got on her side, made her trending, and uh, uh, got her that first power app. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, her, her quiet nature and her sad demeanor during that first week, uh, you know, coupled with, uh, with Steve's over-the-top, uh, God, I, you know, for a Undercover police detective. I can't imagine how many cases he won. Uh, <laughs> I agree. He had a lot of bravado. It was fairly that obvious. Way. Yeah, uh, and uh, so I think that you know that helped her stay in the house, and then she was able to keep quiet and start forming uh, connections that she wasn't able to that first week over the last two weeks. Um, and uh but she has got some snap. Uh she can have a mouth she's on her smart. if she wants it. She's she's yep. obviously smart. Uh, yep. and you know, she used the exact same strategy going into uh the last two HOHs, you know, saying I'm still just figuring out the game. Yeah. Uh, and you know, feeding that, that uh that image of herself and uh, uh, you know, anyone who can save money by living in a trailer in their mom's side yard, that works for me. Right. And, you know, I think the robot thing took her out of the house as a person too, where they weren't really looking at her physically as somebody they need to put up on the block or that she was physically threatened because she was almost out of sight, out of mind when she became the robot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're not really looking at her as a person in the house. And I think, and I, I hate to say it, and I've said it before, but I think it's a little bit with J.C. too, that his stature being that he's so small, I think he's overlooked a lot by the household as somebody who could be a threat to them. Well, the problem with J.C. is, is that he's so focused on being the class clown Yes. Uh, that, uh, that, that any chance of flying under the radar is out the it's window. Be gone. And we're going to see... Yeah. We're gonna. Well, I don't know that he's gonna be gone, but we're gonna see him. Um, um, a lot more on Sunday's episode, and uh, I don't know if you wanted to talk about that more about what's yes, coming up the or controversial what's after statement. they yeah. after they uh, they show it on on next week's episode, but. Yeah, that's flying um, all over TMZ yeah. right now. As a matter of fact, that's not the first thing. That's not the first thing controversial. No, that, and in fact, he's been warned about using some using words that he shouldn't be using and and whatnot. Not and this, ice cream that's scoops. not the first time. Yeah, and he's been warned about using ice cream scoops as well. So, uh, okay. you know, he's he's trying to um, he's trying very hard to be noticed and Get attention. Uh, that that. 
that will eventually, I think, backfire against him. But this comp tonight was right up Sam's alley. You know, she is she's a hard worker. She's got a lot of upper body strength, but uh, she's solidly built. She's not, um, you know, has, has a very good center of gravity in her yeah. uh, body shape. And uh, that's the thing that, that, you know, big guys like uh, – uh, uh, Fessy and, and Brett don't have. Uh, and, That's a disadvantage at times. And, and you know, women like uh, 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 well, Rockstar was the first one out, but uh, uh, yeah. they and, and uh, um, uh, some of the others, you know, they're Casey. just not going to last. Not going to last. Yeah. yeah, Casey, they're not going to last that long. A lot of people were really cheering for uh, Caitlin to go out quickly. Yeah. Although there, there were ask- some that were some were cheering for Caitlin to win because that means that she wouldn't be able to compete in HOH next week, which means they could get her out. Right. She does not Let have a whole lot this. of fans. How long do you think Tyler lasts? Because I think he's a brilliant, brilliant player, but it's becoming really obvious. I think it's going to become obvious to the house how good he is at some point because he dropped I, off of this HOH to give it to Sam. Well, you know, and that makes him Tyler very competitive. Tyler has the same thing. Well, for his dropping off, uh, I mean, Sam made the good argument. He won once. It's her turn. Right. Uh, they right. probably could have gone on for, for you know, another hour. Uh, Tyler is also, you know, he is uh, tall and lean and not heavy. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he's used to standing for long periods of time. Uh being a lifeguard uh, and yes. I was on uh, uh, Hilton Head over the 4th of July week and I wish I'd had a chance to uh, figure out what beach he was at and I'd go see if anybody knew him <laughs> yeah yeah. but but Tyler I think Tyler and um, um, Sam both have one very positive quality going for them they're both very likable Yes. And they have a way of sitting down with people, getting them to open up to them. Tyler wasn't very successful at persuading uh, Scotty this week. But as I said, Scotty made up his mind from the start, and there wasn't anybody that was going to change it. Uh, and I bet and how, he but, had, but also, don't you think how – and to, to the, the point about Tyler that I like, and that's one thing that I saw that was like, okay, very, very, very smart gameplay, was when he knew – he was not getting through to Scotty. He backed off. He was like, that's it. I'm going to lose one of these yeah. guys, and I'm just going to have to take it. And I really like that, that he was able to make that back away. Exactly. I'm not getting anywhere with this guy. I need to just let him do what he wants to do and protect myself. And I thought that was really, exactly. really brilliant. He also, he also has the image of being, you know, the, the – uh, I don't want to say the, the dumb jock, but, you know – He's right. a lifeguard. A little dopey, you know. sure. Yeah. You know, I'll be ready. Uh, they've already made the Baywatch joke uh, so <laughs> on, on, in production. So, you know, he, he's got that. He's got that gift of gab. And both he and um, Sam, you know, have that southern uh, twang. And yeah. the funny thing is that Tyler's from Ohio. He yeah, moved to, right. South, to uh, South Carolina. 
but you wouldn't know that listening to him. No, he not at adopted, all. Uh, he, he has adopted his Hilton Head uh, accent, uh, which is kind of a joke because most everybody from uh, Hilton Head is from uh, uh, <laughs> from up north, aren't they? Up north and in the in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, no, I think he and Sam. I would love to see them get together and form something. Uh, I think it could be very them, good. I think if they and JC got together and formed an alliance, that's three very disparate people that aren't necessarily seen as being together. Well, I think so. that seeing that Brett and Winston are obviously uh, obviously Winston going home, Brett being against the ropes and already having issues with Rockstar, I mean, that alliance has to melt at this point and, and form into something a little bit stronger. And the core of you that the definitely could be, alliance? <laughs> Yeah, and that could definitely form into something where Tyler and Sam are at the core of it. I think that would be very interesting. Uh, we, we've got to have a new twist coming up now that the uh, that the app store is That's closed. Yeah. So, you know, expect something uh, 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 next week. Um, you know, we'll see. But that's not really what I called to talk to you about. I know. Tell me about it. Let's talk about Morty's and let's talk about what you guys are doing and all the great work you guys do during the Big Brother season. I want to take a few minutes. we got some really exciting stuff going on. Uh, we've got... Obviously, we're known for our uh, real-time live feed uh, updates. Um, we have a fabulous team uh, who are updating everything that happens in the Big Brother house to our Facebook page and our Twitter stream uh, in real time. Um, we're not crowdsourced. We have a, a, a focused team that actually uh, works together, coordinates, and, and uh makes the magic happen, and uh, I believe that they're the best on the Internet at providing uh, accurate accurate and uh, reliable um, and um, uh, real-time uh, updates. And uh, we also have a, a group on, uh, on TV group, and you can find uh, links to all of those on our main uh, coverage page, which you mentioned earlier, mortystv.com slash bb. Uh, and then we have a uh, uh, discussion forums, 24-hour uh, chat room, and um, um, video gallery on our tvfanforums.net. Uh, and you and guys also on your page, which I think is really, really wonderful, you also have a quick breakdown of everything that has happened, and it's, it's within a paragraph, maybe two. And if you're somebody who has not been watching the feeds and you kind of need to get caught up, maybe you're behind, I mean, on, that, on the main page, you're looking right at it. It's right there, trimmed in blue, I believe, and it just says, this is what's going on, this has been the happenings this week. And it, if you don't want to read it's, through a yeah. lot of forums and all that stuff, it's a great place to go and just kind of get some cliff notes of what's been going on this week, and that's something that I love about the page. It's called Spoilers at a Glance. That's it. Yep, Spoilers um, at a Glance. Yep. And, and uh, not only do we, do we have that, but every episode, uh, we recap each of the episodes in real time um, on uh, 
on our pay, Facebook page and Twitter stream. And let me tell you, the, the updater who's doing that, uh, she just moved. She doesn't even have a DVR right now. So she is updating the broadcast episode in yeah, real time huh? without wow. pause, without replay. Uh, I mean, she is absolutely amazing. Uh, she also does uh, wow. uh, America's Got Talent, and uh, uh, she did the voice for us last spring. Uh, she is an amazing person, and I can't sing her praises enough. Um, but and that's we important, get that, too. Because you but guys we, aren't just doing Big Brother. I mean, you guys are doing everything. Yeah. I mean, this is not – and I, just, I want people to know what they're listening. We've got a ton of listeners. This is not – I mean, if, you're, if you are a Survivor fanatic, Amazing Race, Morty's has all of that. No matter what your poison is, they've got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and believe me, some of it is going to make you sick. <laughs> some of the shows that we've covered. <laughs> Uh, I remember we covered Glass House. Oh, yes. That was a nightmare. Yeah, Uh, but that's the ABC version of Big Brother, I think, right? Yes. (laughs) We even tried to cover that Fox show, Utopia, which got shut down in the middle of production. It was so bad. Yes. Yes. We we were covering episodes on on that. Um, So we do all of that. um, But what I'm saying is, is that we get. Uh, right after the uh, broadcast show is over, we publish the entire transcript of the show on our coverage wow. page along with pictures. So if you're on the West Coast and you don't want to wait for the show to come around uh, and you want to just read the whole thing and look at the pictures from the show, we got it for you. And no, I don't think anyone else does that. No, nobody else does. That. Nobody. Now, there's a couple of other things that I want to talk about really quickly because I know we're running late. Absolutely. And you have we're some uh, power rankings and things I'm sure you want to get to. Uh, we are running uh, – our, our, first of all, our uh, community blogs are back this year. Uh, we've got a couple of bloggers who are doing a great job talking about the show. Um, and I definitely encourage you to come and, uh, and uh, check them out. Uh, Reality Bites. Uh, is one of them. Yes. Um, she is a prolific writer. And the other one, in honor of season 20's look back at the uh, past seasons of Big Brother, is called Anybody Want Cake. And I'll let uh, let your fan try and go back and remember what uh, what season that was from. Um, but that's a, a, uh, a famous line from a, from a past season, uh, and one of our bloggers is, is using that. Uh, we also have our live feed meme contest running again this year, and it's been kind of slow that's on the entry. Of- so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that your, your, uh, your listeners have some uh, creative juices that they want to uh, find an outlet uh, for. Uh, basically, take screenshots uh, from the live feeds, Slap on something funny or something meaningful, uh, sarcastic, whatever, and submit it for the meme contest. We've got complete rules on the tvfanforums.net. And uh, part of that, somebody at the end of the season is going to win a Big Brother T-shirt from Morty's TV. Very Um, nice. And uh, 
pizza. Whoever has got the best meme, uh, we pick a meme each week, and then at the end of the season, we look at all the weekly winners and decide which one was the best one, uh, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, we've also introduced something this week for the uh, this season for the first time, in honor of season twenty. Uh, it's the Morty's TV Fantasy Big Brother contest, and every the way it works is that every week we publish a list of questions uh, of events that take place in the house, and if uh, you answer which house guest is going to do each thing, which house guest is going to win HOH. Who's going to play in veto? Who's going to win veto? Will they use the veto or not? Um, those so things like that. Uh, you earn points, and we also have some wildcat uh, wildcard questions for things that could happen at any time over the season. Who was going to be the first house guest to climb the rock wall? Uh, who is going to be the first house guest on the jury? Who's going to be the first house guest to have a breakdown and say that they're going to do a uh, a uh, <laughs> DOR? Uh, right. So if you know Big Brother, you can get these questions right. You can score points. And uh, we, we post our leaderboard each week, and then at the end of the season, the player with the most points is going to win uh, a Big Brother t-shirt from Morty's TV. And we're making it so that even if you haven't played the first four weeks and the deadline for uh, this week was eight o'clock this evening, Eastern time, uh, but you can still get in next week for week five. We'll post new set of questions Monday evening after the uh, veto meeting. Uh, But you can still get in and you can score points and rack them up. Uh, It's anybody's game at this point. Uh, it's so easy to have a week where you get it all wrong or you could get a week where you get it all right and you can jump ahead of, of everybody else. Uh, it's a fun game. We're going to come up with all sorts of interesting and, and uh, different questions uh, throughout the season and uh, uh, hope people will come and, uh, and play and, and be a part of our Morty's TV community celebration of the 20th season of Big Brother. And I think that's the big thing, too, is community, because it is a reality community where everyone's safe, everybody can come in no matter what you like, you find something for yourself, you find something that you can be a part of a group in, there's a community, and it's a place where you can go and enjoy what you love, which is Big Brother, uh, you know, Amazing Race, anything like that. I mean, it's just such a community there for anyone and everyone who loves reality TV that's so unique and a platform unlike anything else on the Internet. I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, we, we had somebody in our chat today that said that they started coming to Morty's TV when they were in high school back in 2005. Yes. You know, and, I'm going to tell and, people, and they're back. Morty's, Morty's, was, and they're back. Morty's was one of the only places you could go. Now, everybody's doing it now. Everybody copied the mold. There's still one original, and the original does it right, so nobody can really keep up with you guys because of the the ability that you guys have to move like a machine. But – you guys at Morty's were like the first big-time spoiler website for, for reality shows and Big Brother. I mean, you're talking about the original house that was built, and I think people need to know that, that these other people are imitations compared to what Morty's has been doing for <laughs> years. 
Well, we, we appreciate that. Anybody who comes in the chat, there's a good chance that Morty's going to be in chat and they can uh, come in and, and say hi. Uh, uh, he loves talking to, uh, to, to viewers about Big Brother. Uh, so anybody can come into chat. It's free. You do have to register. That keeps the spammers out. But other than that, come in and, uh, and join the Morty's TV community. And uh, two other things that I'll, I'll uh, point out. Uh, number one, we are always looking for volunteers for the Morty's TV uh, family, uh, whether you're live feed updating on the TV fan forums or if you want to become a Twitter, Facebook updater. We provide you with everything you need. Uh, you don't even have to have a Facebook or Twitter account. We take care of it all for you. And with 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week and three months in a season, we need all the help we can get uh, so that yeah. our updaters don't get uh, completely burned out. And You know, this is the middle of July, and a lot of people are on vacation and doing things with their families. How could they? Uh, Right. And uh, so, uh, you know, Big Brother or your family? Big Brother or your family? It's Big Brother. Come on. No well, and if you can be so. part of a community and a strong group of people that are into this, Big Brother can become your family at Morty's. And and we are, as I said, it's the Morty's TV family. Uh, uh, those of us yes, who are our Twitter, Facebook updaters, uh, you know, we have a back channel communications platform. And people are talking nonstop uh, about Big Brother and other stuff. I mean, it really is our own little uh, uh, family. Uh, and p- people come back, you know, year after year uh, to be uh, to be part of that. Uh, so uh, that was one thing. And, uh, oh, the other thing I was going to mention is that uh, if you are don't have live feeds, and why in the world do you not? Uh, you know, right. watching tonight's uh, um, live endurance comp. That's one of the privileges of being on uh, uh, exactly. having a live feed. Uh, Scotty was hilarious. Uh, uh, he was like the, the most uh, uh, anger-filled coach cheering on the uh, the other house guests. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's it is definitely in his favor to to cheer on certain sides for sure. Yeah. But if if you go to uh, Morty's TVs uh, dot com slash BB, there's a link to sign up for the live feeds. They have a uh, a, a free trial for the first uh, week, or uh, I think it's five days now, uh, and it's only five ninety nine a month. That's cheap. There's you know a couple of months oh, it's left. Very, very affordable. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's and you get so much on CBS All Access including for a lot of people the ability to watch the live uh, uh, broadcast off of uh, video stream instead of uh, your television. So if you're not some exclusive place content uh, too. where you have, have a television, there's exclusive yeah. content. Uh, and then there's other shows. I mean, if you're a Star Trek fan, uh, Star Trek yeah, Discovery has been a lot of fun. But we've yeah. got links to all of this stuff that you can do on Morty's TV at the com slash BB page. And uh, there's information on the tvfanforums.net. So I just encourage all of your listeners to come check us out and uh, see what's going on at Morty's TV and, and join the community. Absolutely. I can't endorse it enough. 
guys, it's the place to go when you want to get that information. Like I said, even your spoiler, quick spoiler bit that you need to get. Or you want to go on forums and meet other people and talk about things. I mean, it's a great place to get information and just talk about Big Brother or any reality show. I can't express any reality show enough because as soon as Big Brother's over, we're going to kick over something else, and you guys are going to be starving for a place to go. This is your home. Morty's is the place to go to be comfortable, sit on the couch, and talk to your friends and meet people that are going to be wanting to talk about reality shows with you. And the last thing I'll say is that everybody listening, if you're listening live, you should also be subscribed to the DB After Show podcast because That's right. this show is so good. This show is so good, you should listen to it twice every week, once That's live right. and once through the <laughs> podcast. That's right, Musky. I appreciate that, my man. I'm going to move on, but listen – I appreciate all your support. I appreciate you being here for me this year, and, and we'll get you some people. Hopefully, you guys, you're going to volunteer. I'm telling you, you're going to be treated like family there. It's a great community. These are good people. They're going to take care of you, and, and you're going to have a lot of fun. So please go join Fusky. Thank you so much for coming on, man, and talking with me. Wouldn't be anywhere else. Have a great summer. Okay, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's our fan fest. Every year the man calls. He gives us great insight. He's all, you know, and he's the guy that, that'll tell me. I disagree with you on this topic and at this point. He's one of those people that will do it. You're more than welcome to do the same this year. It's open to you, 713-955-0749. I will cut the calls now because we won't be able to get through it because we're trying to do like an hour. We did really good last week, but sometimes we get behind, but – Phone lines will be open for you guys anytime. I'm going to take a commercial real, real quick so we can divide this thing up. When I come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the uh, rest of the things that, that have been going on. We're going to be talking a little bit about, about eviction. And more importantly, we're going to talk about what we think Sam's going to do from here. So hold on tight, guys. You're listening to the Big Brother After Show. I'm your host, Sam. Hang on. One minute, 55 seconds. You'll see me, or, well, you'll hear me again. You won't see me. I have a face for radio. Hold on, guys. We'll be right back. We're here asking people from all over what they think of lifting green tea. Let's hear what people from Texas have to say. Mmm. How about China? Mmm. Germany? Mmm. How about people from the North Pole? Mmm. Or Mars? <laughs> what about mimes? Oh, right. People with their jaws wired shut? Oh. Yeah, a barbershop quartet. Mmm. Oh, you guys are great. How about race car drivers? Mm. Mm. Yeah, what about you, high school glee club, here on a field trip? Well, that settles it. It sounds like everyone loves the taste of Lipton green tea. With its protective antioxidants from real tea, it's not just good for you, it's mmm to you. Lipton tea can do that.
you know what? You can't beat lifting iced tea and some white zombie. If that doesn't get you fired up, you're not alive and living. A little lifting iced tea, some white zombie, the baseline, man, if you're not ready to run through a brick wall, I don't. you're not living. You're not living. Check your pulse. That's all I can tell you. Um, guys, of course, we talked about everything. Buffy calls in, breaks it down with us, and I and I really do. I know it sounds like an infomercial. That's we don't do a, we don't do that every every episode. You know, it's just a good time for Morty to check in, Fusky to check in with us, let us know what they're trying to do. And I am very very serious. He's not on here anymore. He's you know he's off. But really, go check him out. It is a great community. It's a family kind of atmosphere. If you're into reality TV, you can find something for yourself. It's a great community. They were the original page that everybody was getting updates from. I mean, good people. I mean, really good people. Fusky and those guys, and Morty has been nothing but kind to us and supportive. So please do them the favor back that they've done for us over the years and just visit and join up and and volunteer. I mean, they really do need people that will help out this summer. And if you want to be somebody that kind of gives a little insight on Big Brother and you even want to blog with them or something, get in contact with them. They're always looking to make connections with people and network, and it's it's an incredible, credible situation. Fusky does such a great job for Morty. And uh, please, if, if you're into that stuff and you've got a reality thing going on or you want to be a part of their community, you should be already. <coughs> Excuse me. But if you if you do want to be a part of it, please do. And if you are a part of it, Expand your expand your role. Do something more over there because they are a great group. Um, we left off with obviously knowing that you know Sam has won the HOH. I love the fact that when you say who's the sleeper that you like a lot, Fusky always gives me somebody or something a little bit of information I didn't think of before. But you know we were we were a little hard on Sam in the first season or first week. Remember? I mean we were really hard on her, and and I think that she really came off whiny. But I really, like I said in this episode before he called, I mean, I really have been impressed with the way that she's kind of flipped her game around, and I do think that she is a great dark horse to see something happen. Now, we've seen Winston and, you know, Brett do their best. Obviously, we see Winston go home in this vote, and we see a little fight with Brett and uh, and Rockstar. And i got to be honest with you, I loved it. I love the fact Brett is just going to throw whatever he has to throw out there I think Brett is one of those ball play, ballsy players, if I can say that, in 2018. He's just ballsy. He just does whatever, and he just deals with the consequences later. I, you know, I like that about him. I think he's going to be somebody that's going to always be causing some kind of havoc because I don't think he's ever going to get over his bro being out of the house. And I think he's going to be somebody that probably doesn't really think game. He just thinks of, of just trying to throw as much chaos as he can into it. Now, I think Sam Winnin actually is good for him, but who is it bad for? Because with Sam, we see somebody who really is good at playing in the middle. And i got to be honest with you, Sam can do one of two things. Sam can either make her move and work with Brett and try to be that person. Now, I told you guys last week I said the only move that Brett and Winston and this, um, the six can do is to grow their numbers using Sam. And I said the same thing about Scotty. Grow your numbers using those people that are in the gray. Pull your JC in. Pull your Sam in. Make those things work. We saw Bailey kind of go in with Scotty. Uh, And not that she wasn't already with Swaggy, but, you know. But we're going to have to see where Sam is. And this may not have been Sam's best HOH. 
I'll go ahead and put that out there because Tyler kind of kind of makes an agreement with her to drop off, which I think is going to keep him and Brett safe. But who does that really expose, and who is Sam really enemies with? I mean, yeah, Tyler put her up, but they seem to be okay. And I don't think that she's a vengeful person. I think there's something that makes a lot of sense. However, an interesting thing that I want you to think about is the person who I told you earlier was on a rampage about, I'm going after the people who kept you in this house. Because Scotty basically said that to her without really saying it, and I don't even think he thought about it. But when you're in an HOH room and that when Scotty's talking to Sam and he wants to know who lied about voting Steve out, Sam has to be sitting there saying, but I got saved. Why are we talking about saving Steve? Why did You know what I mean? Why were you working so hard on that? I think she played it really, really well, but I have to wonder in the back of her mind if she doesn't think, well, Scotty was such on a rampage to get, to, you know, to get people back for keeping me, which is basically what he did. Maybe Scotty's somebody I need to get out. Maybe he's too strong. That would be a very, very interesting move. Now, I can't tell you what she'll do. She is a very, very, very gray player. We don't know where she aligns. But it's possible that maybe she's the person that gets that puts Caitlin up and says, you know what, I'm just going to get rid of her. But in a house with two alliances, you kind of have to pick your place. And I have a feeling that Brett's going to be one of those people, because she does like Brett, that's going to move towards her and say, look, you know, Winston's gone. I've got nobody to, to be with. Why don't you come over here? I've got Casey. You know, I've got um, Caitlin. I've got um, Angela, I've got Rachel, you know, or not Caitlin, Ra- I'm sorry, Rachel, I've got Angela, you know, I've got Casey, I've got, a, I've got a group of people that we can work together, and you can step in right away and replace Winston. But I have to wonder if Sam isn't really, really suspicious of that, because why didn't I come in to begin with? And I told you guys, Y'all go get those gray players. Y'all go get those people that are sitting in the middle, and you pull them to you. You get the majority vote. And if they'd have done that tonight, it's possible that they could have controlled more things that were going on. And maybe, maybe, well, you can't say Winston or Brad, I mean, they're both in trouble. But maybe you get the numbers that you need for the next round, and if you lose a member, it's not as, as bad as it was. Now, I have to think here that Sam and Tyler uh, Tyler become very, very close together. I think Sam and Tyler, I think Sam will lean on Tyler a lot. And I think Tyler's going to help keep Brett out of the way. I think he's going to help keep um, Casey out of the way, Angela out of the way, and Rachel out of the way. I think he's going to keep a lot of them out of the way. Now, my guess of who, he, who she would probably go up, I'm thinking that Scotty has a good shot of going up. And I think Rockstar has a good shot of going up. I really give it on the edge of Brett to be able to make the move and Tyler to be able to make the move to win Sam. But Sam's going to have to decide what's best for her game. What do I think is best for Sam? To not win HOH. (laughs) But she has, and we're in it. You know, it's like they tell you, you are in it now, and she is absolutely in it now. And in that case, you've got to wonder now how she digs herself out of this little hole of being HOH and a house full of people who like her, 
and people that she doesn't that she does not dislike. There's nobody she really truly seems to dislike. She completely killed her gray zone, which was a very protective place to be in in a house full of alliances. Nobody wants to put up the person that doesn't get any blood on their hands. They want to make a move on the other side. This is going to be key for Tyler. And Tyler may come around and scrap the entire alliance and say, look, go ahead and put all those, put who you want up. It's me and you, me and you need to ride. Me, you, and Brett need to ride together. Perhaps he says me, you, and Scotty need to ride together. But it's going to be really, really interesting what Sam does from here because it is really no telling. Usually I've got a good, uh, you know, hand on the pulse of what's kind of going on. Sam is one of those people she wins. I mean, it's like J.C. Who, I mean, who do you think they put up? That's a puzzling one. But I got to think her inside with Brett is going to help out the original six more than it's going to help out the core five. Or I don't know what the what they've changed their name to. But there's also a lot of stuff going on with people that were in a core alliance and all that. But I kind of think that Rockstar is going to be somebody that she would target pretty easily. And I, I kind of tend to think that she's going to see Scotty as a threat to her. Um, so here we are. We're going to talk about power rankings, and I'm going to let you guys get out of here. You cannot say that Tyler is not at the top of his game right now because he simply is. I mean, this guy comes in, plays a role of we all thought was going to be the dumb surfer, beach bum, he comes in with a lot of intelligence, a lot of intuition, and a lot of physical ability. And despite all of that, has remained very socially wise, very skillful in dealing with people in social situations in the house. And he keeps himself extremely safe despite all the stuff that he's been involved in. He's been like a ghost. He moves in, he moves out. I love, I love, I love his ability to know when to back off. He was in there talking to Scotty, like Fusky said, Scotty already knew who he was going to put up. We discussed that earlier. I agree with him. There was nobody else he was going to ever put up. He completely ignored the rock star comment Tyler made. But Tyler was still in there talking, and Tyler was still in there trying to make a move. And Scotty doesn't really see the move. He thinks that Tyler's genuinely trying to help him out. So I give Tyler my top spot. And I think, I think whatever deal was made or not made, I think Sam has tremendous respect for Tyler I think that she likes Tyler a lot, and Tyler will be safe. That allows Tyler, again, this week to really talk with Brett and him and Brett be able to, to really win Sam over. I really think that's going to happen. And I think you're going to see the other side take another shot, which is exactly what you want. You want shots being shot, fired at each side every week. You don't want one side to get too low. You don't want one side to get too high. You want this going mano a mano right here. And so I give Tyler the complete top here. Next is Scotty. I really like Scotty's week this week. I think he made some good moves. I think he showed he's a player. I think that he is not done yet, and he's been thinking two moves ahead. And I think that he's going to have possibly some intuition about what Sam's going to do from here. And it's going to be really interesting to see if Scotty kind of nails down Sam's moves. So I'm going to give Sam, I'm going to give Scotty that second spot. Of course, we didn't know when we were making these that Sam was going to win HOH, so she's not going to be very high. Um, my next one's going to be Bailey. I really think Bailey has played a good game since Scotty C has left. Um, I think that she, I thought maybe would be emotional. She, um, wins that power identity theft app that we saw happen earlier, um, early in the week. 
that makes her a huge, huge person to be able to manipulate HOH uh, nominations and change them and the fact that she may need it. Hopefully she never has to use it. I like when these guys don't have to use their powers because I think that keeps the game straight and narrow and everything's playing the right way. Um, but you guys be careful who you trend. I'm not saying Bailey didn't deserve it by any means, but just be careful who you trend because – these people are going to use uh, that, and it's going to probably upset the game quite a bit. But I give Bailey a lot of credit for being able to rebound from Swaggy C going on. And um, I think she is very instrumental with information and, and the formation of, of the Man Eaters Alliance that we were – we haven't really talked about it, but it, it is something that's happening. But I, I really like the things that she's doing. Uh, next, you know, I like where Casey's at. I know a lot of people think Casey's a floater, and maybe she is. But people sometimes knowing somebody, not knowing if somebody's playing the game or not is a good thing. I just don't fault someone who has no need to do anything yet. I'm a big fan of, if, if you're in this game, of waiting out your moment. And I think Casey is a strong competitor, but I just don't think she feels the need to be there yet. Let your numbers dwindle down. You don't need to put a target on yourself, but she's very involved with things going on, meanwhile being able to kind of hide in the shadows. So I could put, uh, I put Casey next. Next I did put Sam. Uh, Sam is somebody that I think has played very, very well on the flutter scale up until tonight. I think that she's done a really good job of not being invisible but not being overbearing. She's got a great demeanor. She's smart. Uh, she's somebody who's funny. And she's very, very likable. She's a lot like Tyler in a lot of ways. And I think that although she doesn't have the influence that Tyler has, I think if she's HOH, she's going to understand people a lot more than she did before. I also think she has that good old country intuition. And I think that she is going to be able to kind of sniff out things. I'm going to give her a little bit more credit than we've seen yet. But Sam is in that solid spot right there kind of in the cushy middle. Um where I believe she belongs. Now, you know, my lower ranks, there's no reason to talk about Haley, although I think Haley is an emotional player. I, I can't give her a lot of credit for much of anything, but she does have some strong ties. Um, I just don't know that she's not someone that anybody would throw under the bus quickly. Uh, and I'm going to just skip down to people that I feel like are on the lower spot. Uh, Brett, this week after we saw his behavior with Scotty, I just feel like Brett is going to be on a roll to kind of mess with anything that he can. So he's kind of on a third from the bottom. I just don't think that he's going to play smart from here. I think he's going to play very emotional and very off the cuff. He's going to become a very, very dangerous player to people that he doesn't like, but I think that he can be a very dangerous player to people who work with him. Sam probably needs to be very, very careful when he, she's approached by Brett, because I do think it's going to happen. And I think Tyler should do the talking and Brett should be doing the head shaking. I think it needs to be Tyler doing it and not Brett. And Brett just needs to be the beast who's going to screw things up for everybody wherever he can, as we saw him do with Rockstar. I mean, I think that's just the kind of guy that he's going to be, and maybe even Winston was able to hold him down a little bit. I think Brett's going to be a little bit wild here. Um, I would probably give the bottom spot. Uh, you know, Winston is a tough, is an easy one, so we don't do that. Uh, Winston's very easy because he went home. Of course, he's sitting in the bottom spot. I'm going to go ahead and say that I think Rockstar gets that bottom spot. Uh, bottom spot. I just don't see 
that rock star is somebody who can keep herself in check. I think she's going to continue to run her mouth. I think she's going to continue to I spy things, and she's going to try to bring up an opinion about everything that she sees going on that she doesn't like. And I think sometimes the best player is the smartest person is somebody in a lot of moments that's not talking. The person who's not talking but doing a lot of listening is the smartest person usually uh, in a situation like this. And I think she just does so much talking that I don't think she's really smart uh, in the game strategy. I think that she is an emotional player. We saw her go off on the bros. Now we saw exactly what she didn't need to do. I mean, here's Scotty. If Scotty had not had his mind made up, I think Rockstar is an obvious person to go home uh, and go up for her running her mouth about the HOH being a flip vote. I mean, just leave it alone. I know it's being brought up, but you push it and push it. You're talking about all these alliances that people have and don't have, and it's just going to create chaos for her. I think she's going to be something that's going to be in a lot of trouble. And I think joining her right there, you got to put in Caitlin. I mean, Caitlin turns around and makes a boneheaded move that doesn't make any sense, and we talked about this last week. This Swaggy C thing is never going to make any sense, okay? It doesn't, it won't, and it, and it definitely is not going to help her. At the end of the day, you think anybody's going to trust her, you're out of your mind. She's going to just do what she's told to do most of the time, and when she's not, she's going to flip on people and do what she, somebody else is telling her to do. I mean, she's just not somebody who has the loyalty I mean, this is somebody who's been working with Faisal, and Faisal's the last to find out information from her. Don't think that Faisal's not ready to kind of be done with her as well. And poor Faisal, I put him right in the middle because this guy, for as nice as he is, as sweet as he seems to be, this guy doesn't know anything until it's too late. Nobody's really given this guy any kind of information. He's just there. And we haven't really seen him compete hard. And I kind of wonder, is Faisal saving it up? For later, or is this what or is Faisal a fuzz? Is he going to fuzz out, or is he going to is he going to explode? But at this point, I got to think that he's fuzzing out because most of the stuff that he thinks he knows, he doesn't, and he's the last person to know most of the information. So don't put him quite at the bottom like the other two. But I do definitely keep him in the lower lower tier of the power rankings because I just need to see a little bit more from him. And come on, Caitlin. This is your partner. This is somebody that you like. This is somebody you've been really attached to. To tell other people information and him last is a problem. It means that you know what you did was wrong. You know, I'm not saying Swaggy C needed to be kept, but in that alliance, there's a reason why you didn't tell him until the very end and hint to him. And even when she hinted to him, he didn't even have a clue what she was talking about. Faisal is very much out of the loop, and I need to see a little bit more from him. But I think that... If you had to, if you had to put a knife to my throat and tell me who do I think is going up, what do I think is happening under Sam, I want to go ahead and pre-warn you. I don't know because she is a very, very hard person to figure out right now. But if it was my guess, I'd see Rockstar and Scotty sitting on that block. I just think that I just think Scotty made the wrong move there. I loved his gameplay, but I think the wrong move there was to basically say, "Hey, I'm looking, I'm looking at going after people that that saved you." And I think that was just basically a rear, a backhanded way of telling them, you know, I wanted you to go. And I don't know that she's going to be 100% forgetful on that. She's a smart she's a smart girl. I could totally see her saying, yeah, well, we'll see about that. And I think Rockstar is just going to run her mouth enough to probably get herself in trouble. Guys, next Thursday night, 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern, wherever else you are in the world, stop everything you're doing and come join me. 
telling you, this is a fun show, and the call lines will be open next week, 713-955-0749. You don't need to be scared. I'm not going to bite your head off. I'm not going to make fun of you. People call in. I'm telling you, you'll have a good time. Keep that number on hand. I would love to come on at 11 o'clock and have these boards filled, and all we do is talk about what you want to talk about. So trust me, I'm talking to fill up air, and for some reason we have a great following out of it. But I really want you to be involved. So think about calling in. Think about talking about it. If you just want to break a point for two minutes, that's fine. If you want to ask me a question and get off, that's fine. We want you. We need you. We've had a lot of activity in the past, but it takes a couple of weeks for you guys to get comfortable with me. I'm telling you, we'll have fun if you call in. 713-955-0749. Keep that on hold uh, in your brain and uh, hold it for uh, next Thursday when you want to call in. Guys, I'm Sam. I want to thank Fusky for joining me. Always a special guest. Please go to Morty's. Um, it is a great place to go. I've had a lot of fun with you tonight. I'm excited to see what Sam brings to this. This is a good season, guys. I'm telling you, have fun with it. It's going to be a blast. See you on Twitter. See you at Morty's. Guys, have a great one. Be good to each other. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Underhanded, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.